Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Generally, with what you made of the run game yesterday, getting different guys involved there. Yeah, I think uh, when we got the room that we have, I think we can really work uh, a number of different combinations. And um, the, the, all three of those guys complement each other so well that uh, I think it's a really great, great room to be able to rotate guys in and, and everybody get involved and, and get touches. And when you're when you're having the uh, first and second down production, whether it's it's run or or pass, you're able to to stay in those rhythms and and uh, and be able to you know do those types of things. And then, kind of expanding on that, just so many guys were involved in the offense yesterday. How important was that to do early on in the season, just to you know spread the ball around? Yeah, and and uh, I think. I think we talked about it too or, uh, earlier in the week. Anytime you can look at a stat sheet and multiple guys have multiple catches um, or multiple carries and are contributing like like we were able to do, I think that's important for an offense. Um, you know, there is only one ball, and, and uh, I think what, what we really try to preach to those guys is uh, is staying disciplined and, and being unselfish. And sometimes it's going to be you know you helping another guy get open, and then sometimes it's going to be when even when you don't think you're the primary ball primary guy in the uh, concept, the ball could be coming to you. So um, we just got to continue to be unselfish, continue to trust uh, uh, what we're doing. And, and um, I think all those, all those different things will take care of themselves. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Hey, Ken, um, I was curious going into the game, was it kind of the plan for to try and take those shorter throws for Josh after last week when it was a lot more downfield or was that kind of what the defense presented him? Like how did that end up working out? I think he just did a great job working progressions and, and making, making good decisions. You know, I think at the end of the day, we, we called some downfield stuff and, and uh, they were, they were getting soft and, and he did a great job taking the, the underneath throws um, when they did. And then uh, um, when we did have an opportunity to, to take a shot, he took that shot and Steph did a great job creating contact and uh, getting the penalty out of it. But we want to be able to attack all of areas of the field and I think it's important to I think it's important to be able to throw the ball short intermediate deep so a team can't just come up and and play tight or or just sink back and, and know you're not going to work underneath so um, we just got to do our best to make sure we're uh, trusting our reads trusting our progressions and um, you know continue to a- attack a defense multiple ways from your perspective and like knowing obviously what the play calls are and like what Josh's progressions are like what was the was there a big difference to you between what he the decisions he was making week one versus week two? Like, did you notice something different yesterday in terms of like his approach to you know what what throws he was making, which ones he wasn't versus the first game? You know, I think at the end of the day, it just felt like when when watching him out there, he just it just felt like watching me was more comfortable. He would just uh, he was in you know he was uh, um, just kind of back in the groove of of playing you know, uh, a regular season football again, you know, it's, it's hard to simulate and practice and, 
and, and um, you know, in preseason games at times. But uh, it just felt like he was, you know, felt more comfortable out there. And, and, um, and, and I think that has a lot to do with it. I think he, um, you know, he, he did a great job just kind of uh, being decisive with the ball and, and doing those types of things that, you know, we trust him to do. And I think like I talked about last week, whether, whether I'm calling shots or whether I'm calling intermediate throws or short throws or run game with RPOs or whatever, I, I trust him uh, an incredible amount uh, to make the, to make decisions. And, and if for some reason something bad does happen, I trust him to learn from it and bounce back and, and, and stay confident and, uh, um, you know, keep making good decisions. So, you know, that's, that's, uh, that's where I'm at with, with him. And I think he just continues to, um, like everybody, whether it's your first year or your 20th year, just continue to grow, continue to learn, uh, continue to grow in this league because you can continue to do that, I think, no matter where you're at in your career. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Hi, Ken. Um, the Shakir touchdown pass for, from mm-hmm. Josh, when you look back at that on tape and it looks like, you know, he kind of felt the pressure, was looking to run for a moment, and then kind of picked back up and, and noticed Shakir. I mean, how much do you not only in-game take that play from him and, and see that growth week over week, but then also able to take that back to the film room and, and kind of hammer that point home with him moving forward because it was such a next-level play? Yeah, there's there's no doubt. I think yeah, coaching's about, you know uh, – uh, correcting the good and bad, or, you know what I mean? And, and, or not correcting the good, but, you know, uh, uh, showing the good stuff and emphasizing that, but then also, you know, making the corrections of the stuff that we need to improve on. And I think that was an important play for us to really coach off of because, you know, it's, it was not only decision-wise, hey, knowing where, where all your guys are going to be and trust that they're going to be there, but also ball location-wise. You know, it's over the middle, it's later in the play, and the ball's low where it's an us or nobody ball, a ball that's not going to get tipped up in the air or anything like that. So not only celebrating like and, and pointing out, hey, you know, the decision was good and knowing where you're, you're going to go is good when, hey, your primaries aren't there, but then also just ball location and little details of things and, and um, you know, the technique of it, of his base and still having a good base and being able to get his back hip and shoulder through the throw to get enough on it. So there's there's a lot of things that, you know, every single play you're coaching off of from a, decision-making standpoint to a ball placement to a technique standpoint um, that, that we'll always continue to do. Um, and then uh, just from a fun perspective, there there was a video mm-hmm. that came out of the broadcast with you celebrating after a, a touchdown, a little bit different than the last one that was out there. I was curious, Stefan was talking about a couple of weeks ago, how much he, uh, it might have been actually last week in the podcast, but he loved that. And it was something that he likes to know that his offensive quarter is that invested. I was funny. I was wondering if you had any fun conversations with players or even Kyle, who was sitting next to you, who looked like watching yeah. you from the side. <laughs> no, I mean, uh, I haven't talked to, talked to any guys about it or whatever, but um, you know, it's a, it's an emotional game and I probably, you know, uh, I tell Steph all the time, you know, him and I are, are probably a lot alike in a lot of ways. You know, we, we, this game means a lot to us, you know, and, and I hope that every single guy, you know, that I coach and, and that is in this locker room, it means a lot to them too. You know, it's a, uh, it's uh, guys put a lot of work into it. And so when they go out and I mean, they just, uh, they put it on the line, like their bodies and their souls, every single game. And as a coach, like, when you see that, you get so excited about it and so grateful for that. So, you know, you want to be able to celebrate it and, and enjoy it uh, with those guys, too. It's just sometimes a little harder up in the box. Thanks, Ken. Appreciate it. 
Yeah, no problem. Hey, Ken, it's Jay with the Buffalo News. Um, obviously, you score 38 points. There isn't a lot to nitpick. Um, maybe mm-hmm. the only play would have been the, the fourth and goal at the one um, that you could kind of second guess a little bit. I, I know you don't want to get too uh, you know scheme specific in your answer, but if you could, maybe just in, in, in as specific as you can, what, did, what do you like about being in shotgun there um, versus not being in shotgun, being under center? Um, and you know, if you could uh, identify maybe what went wrong in that situation and how you would correct that going forward. Yeah, I think the biggest thing right there is we're trying to give Josh some options on some runways uh, uh, routes um, when we're anticipating a certain coverage. So, um, you know, we've got we got a look uh, that we felt comfortable with uh, on the play. Um, you know, had a lot of guys, you know, running away on some crossing routes and and things like that to give him, give him options to, to work through the read. So, um, you know, it was just kind of uh, uh, one of those things where we felt good about uh, uh, those options for him and, and for our execution on a, on a play that, um, you know, we've, we've repped throughout camp and throughout, uh, um, you know, the preparation uh, the previous week and this week and, and uh, you know, had a lot of reps on in order to uh, go ahead and execute. So, that was the thought process, giving them something that uh, um, we felt good about and they knew really well um, leading into the game. And uh, just from a, you know, execution standpoint, um, just making sure we're, we're uh, being as firm as, as we can right there to um, step up and, and, um, and be, you know, firm in the pocket uh, to, to make sure that, you know, Hey, we can work that, that progression and, and make an accurate throw. Thanks, Ken. Mm-hmm. Hey, Ken, Tim Graham from the athletic here. Uh, I wanted hey. to uh, ask your thoughts when you saw Josh Hurdle again yesterday. Yeah, no, I think uh, obviously it's uh, it's something we'll continue to preach with them and, and talk with them about of, of time and a place, you know, on if that were fourth down or something like that, it might be a different story. But then, you know, the, the other thing too is not only his body, just a, a ball security standpoint that we've talked to him about, but um, you know, we'll, we'll continue to, to make sure, Hey, there's a, there's a time and a place for it. I think overall, um, you know, he did a lot of good things to make sure, you know, he's, he was taking care of himself and, and, uh, and being smart with his body. You know, it's um, just uh, uh, those times where we want to make sure we're, um, you know, especially in those situations where we've got more downs to, you know, continue to emphasize, uh, Hey, you know, um, let's be smart. Let's make sure we're, we're, uh, we're taking care of ourselves. And if it's live to fight in our day, it's live to fight in our day. What would the camera have showed uh, of your reaction on that play? Uh, um, you know, at that time, honestly, it's, uh, um, you're, you're, you're kind of focused on what the next play call is going to be. So, um, honestly at the time, uh, I was just kind of get preparing myself for the next call and, uh, depending on, what happened on that play? Cause there's a lot of different scenarios, obviously that can happen on each play. So having a couple calls ready and then uh, talking to talking about it in the, um, uh, uh, at the break there. And then my last question, uh, you, when you were one yard away from the goal line, you did a bunch of different things. Um, Josh Allen running there is what I think people have come to expect. Um, can you give any kind of insight regarding your philosophy when you're on the doorstep like that? Um. You know, I, I think the, the biggest thing is, is we want to be able to do different things. We want to be able to make sure a defense can't just key in on Josh right there. We want to be able to, you know, hey, 
whether it's a, a play action, whether it's a drop back, whether it's a um, run to, to one of the backs, whether it's a Josh run, I think the, um, the more you can run concepts that you as an offense feel very comfortable about uh, and feel like you can execute at a high level, um, at the same time giving a defense different things that they have to honor, that's going to help, you know, because uh, running a keep down there is, uh, is going to help a, a run play and a, carry, a quarterback carrying out his fake. And running the ball is going to help the, the play action. And then a Josh run just adds another element that they've got to be able to, to be uh, aware of, you know. So I think the, the more that you could do down there at the same time, you know, making sure you can execute those things at a high level is, is critical for an offense. Thank you, Ken. Mm-hmm. Again, I um, wanted to ask a little bit about Josh also. Um, we talked so much last week, obviously, about kind of how he bounces back from a game like that, whether it was talking to him, to you, other coaches, teammates. What do you do for a week like this where, you know, he was candid after the game of he used week one as fuel. He said it benefited him in ways. So how do you now, just since it's like such a different approach, I know he's self-motivated, but what are you kind of telling him this week to continue a trend instead of trying to bounce back? I think not only him, but the whole offense and the whole team, we've got to take that, that same approach and same mindset. You know, I think um, mindset is, is a huge part of, of NFL football and that how you approach um, not only game day, but Tuesday and Wednesday and Thursday and those, those different days and, and what you put into it is what you're going to get out of it. So I think, um, and, and look, our, at the end of the day, our guys do a great job each and every week in their preparation. But I think, you know, if you have a, a certain edge about you and a certain focus and a certain mindset going into the week and you maintain that, I think it's uh, it's only going to help you. So I think preaching that and making sure our guys understand, look, at the end of the day, we're, we're in the third game of the season. You know, you haven't even finished a quarter of the season yet. And, you know, before when it was 16 games, you break it out in quarters. Now you're breaking it out in quarters and in overtime. But you know, it's uh, um, you still have that understanding. This is game three, and we still have a long way to go. And you know, you take each week for what it is. It's a one. It's a one season week, and, and we've got to focus on this week, and we've got to have a uh, that same mindset edge to us in order to come out and and compete against a team that is on a roll right now. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh... Good afternoon, uh, Coach Dorsey. George Radney, Challenger Community News. How you doing, George? Good. And yourself? Good, thank you. Great. Uh, question, uh, two quick questions. Was it, was it your suggestion during the offseason to, to, to move to a two tight end set more, more or less? Uh, were you one of the key components to, to moving in that direction? Well, I think that's, that was just, a that's something that, that happened in the draft where, um, you know, a player like Dalton was available and, and kind of, you know, things uh, it, when they follow it to you in the draft like that, I think Brandon does a great job in, in taking the best player available. So uh, when he was available there, um, you know, we, I think Brandon did a great job going and getting him, and that, uh, that created that opportunity to um, be in a little bit more 12 based on the, the, that type of personnel that we were able to acquire. All right. And last but not least, no, because even in the Jets game, uh, I thought both games you called a very good game, both uh, both uh, two games, excellent uh, play calling. And I was wondering, it seems to create a lot of mismatches out on the field. Do you during the week, is that what you do? Look at the, your opponent and look and see where you can come up with mismatches 
Uh, now that you got these, uh, tight, they're both two tight ends and, uh, and also a few, uh, Gabe Davis and other options, uh, coming out of the backfield as well. No, I think you're exactly right. I think the more you can create mismatches and, and, uh, um, create opportunities to move guys around and do some different things, uh, it, it, it helps an offense, you know, and, and being able to do those things in both the run and the pass game, um, you know, and tie those things together, I think helps you. So, I think you're exactly right. I think uh, um, whether it's moving Steph around, Gabe around, tight ends around, you know, um, uh, Trent and Hardy and different guys, I think that that uh, um, creates some issues to to a defense that, hey, you know, you don't know exactly where these guys are going to line up. It could be traditional. It could be in some different spots. So, um, you know, hopefully that's uh, um, creates some some struggles for them in their preparation. And and, uh, you know, we'll continue to look to do that as much as possible. So you're now able to use these guys' assets to the best of their ability uh, on the field, even more now. Yeah, no, and I think uh, um, that's where not only guys who can do it physically but can handle it mentally is as, as, as important as anything, you know. And um, I think we've got a great group that that one is is you know talented enough to do it, but also two like works extremely hard and takes a lot of pride in the mental side of things. And um, that's that's where I think this group is. Uh, um, really special. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 